Yes, recording has started. Okay, thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Civic Design Review Committee meeting today. It's December 12th, uh, 2022, and it is 2.01, so we're almost on the dot. Um, before we call roll, I just want to introduce and welcome our newest CDR committee member, and that is Jessica Rothschild. So welcome to the CDR, Jessica. Thank so you. So can we have, uh, yes, can we have roll, please? Yes, um, Commissioner Stryker. Here. Commissioner Carney. Here. Commissioner Liu. Absent. Commissioner Sam. Here. Commissioner Rothschild. Here. And Commissioner Shielder. Okay. And okay. we have four. Great. Also, okay. Sorry. Thank you. This meeting is being held by teleconference pursuant to California Government Code Section 54953 and the 24th Supplement to Mayoral Proclamation declaring the existence of a local emergency. During the coronavirus disease COVID-19 emergency, the Civic Design Review Committee's regular meeting room, 401 Van Ness, Suite 125, is closed. Meetings of the Arts Commission will convene remotely. Today, the Civic Design Review Committee is being streamed using the WebEPS platform and will allow for remote public comment. While this technology allows us to hold these meetings remotely, it may not be as seamless as we would prefer. There will be gaps and delays as staff transition the technology between speakers. And please know that we are doing the best we can and we ask for your patience as we all learn this new way of working together. Before we start, I'd like to remind us all about the policies and procedures for virtual public meetings. At this meeting, we're bound to follow the structure of our agenda and adhere to best practices set out by the Good Government Guide. There is a place for general public comment where members of the public may make comment on any item pertaining to this body. In this case, please keep your general public comments to items under the purview of the San Francisco Arts Commission. For every item on the agenda, there's also a space for public comment pertaining to that item. Respectfully, we ask that you keep your public comment on topic. Last, a few virtual meeting housekeeping items. Commissioners and staff, if you have not already done so, please mute your microphones to minimize background noise. And when you speak, you'll have to unmute yourselves. Commissioners, please raise your hand to be recognized to speak or ask a question if it's not already clear to me that you are the speaker. And please introduce yourself when you speak so callers on the phone know who is speaking. I will now ask our Commission Secretary, Treka Lopez-White, to give public comment instructions. Thank you. For members of the public who wish to make public comments or item on the agenda, the phone number to call is 415-655-0001. Access code is 2499-687-0001. Two eight numeric passcode two three seven one two one two. You'll you'll be prompt to press pound twice. Your line will be muted, but you're able to hear the meeting in progress. You may also make public comments using WebEx link. 
when you click the link, you'll be prompted to follow, enter the following information, your first, last name, and email address. These fields are required. However, if you wish to remain anonymous, you may type public in the first and last name fields and public at public.com in the email field. Please make sure that you are in a quiet location and all devices near you are muted so there is no echo when you're speaking. At the appropriate time, the chair will ask for public comment for members of the public comment using WebEx. Please click, please click the hand icon to raise your hand. This will put you in the public comment queue. When you're called on, you will see a window pop up on the screen that requests to be unmuted. You must click the bottom, click the bottom, you must click the unmute button for members of the public calling by phone. You'll be prompted to press star three. When you when the public comment period opens, this will add you to the speaker line. When the system says you are being asked to unmute, to unmute yourself, press star six. This is your time to speak. When your microphone has been unmuted, this will ask this you will hear us ask you to state your name and to make your comment. You are encouraged but not required to state your name for record. I will start the three more three minute three minutes when you begin speaking and using a visual timer. You will get three seconds an audible warning. When the time is up, I will say caller, time is up. At this point, I will put you back on mute. You will be moved out of the speaker line and placed back as an attendee in the meeting, unless you disconnect. You will hear your line as has been muted. Participant who is speaking to others, other com public comment period can stay on the meeting line and listen for next public comment opportunity. We will briefly, we will briefly pause before public comments to ensure that no remaining commenters are seeking to speak on items. As individuals who are speaking during public comment today, meeting may, may send an email, a brief email of their comments that's included in the minutes, if it's 150 words or less, to pariscults at sfgov.org. As a reminder, the summary may be rejected if it exceeds the pre-subscribed word limit or is not an accurate summary of the speaker's public comment. Public comment instructions will also be shared on the screen as you see here. Please note the WebEx system has upgrades and we will now see closed captioning feature. The control for the feature are located at the bottom left of the screen. Also, raise your hand feature has changed. To raise your hand, hover your mouse over your name in the attendees list and click raise hand icon. Commissioner Stryker, please begin meeting when you are ready. Thank you. Commissioner Stryker, I think you're on mute. Okay. How's that? Thank you. Um, I'd like to start the meeting by reading our land acknowledgement statement, which was recently approved by the commission. That was November 2021. 
The San Francisco Arts Commission acknowledges that we're on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Rametush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Rametush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatouche community, and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. As a department dedicated to promoting a diverse and equitable arts and cultural environment in San Francisco, we are committed to supporting the traditional and contemporary evolution of the American Indian community. So let's have item number two, and that is general public comment. Is there any general public comment? All right. Um, if you're already listening, if you're already listening to the meeting via web link, please raise your hand. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. Please press only once. And once you will be moved, more than once you'll be removed from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item two, general public comments. As a reminder, your time will begin once you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer if you are listening via WebEx and will be given a 30 second audible warning. You will, you will be muted once your time is up. However, you may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items on the agenda. An individual, any individual who speaks during public comments period today, uh, meeting today's meeting may may supply a brief written summary of the comments of comments that will be included in the notes if it is 150 words or less to Paris Coast at sfgov.org. Check for public comments. Okay. There are no public comments. Public comments is now closed. Okay, thank you. Commissioners, we only have one item to review in our meeting and it is a short item, uh, a one review. That's item number three, the Bays, B-A-Y-S, Memorial Garden. It's a small project review. Team, have you gotten your slides ready to present? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, I'd like to just first give a brief introduction. Um, good afternoon, Chair Stryker and commissioners. I am Abigail Mayer with the Recreation and Park Department. I work on our partnerships team and I am here on behalf of item three, Bayes Memorial Garden Small Project Review. I would like to make a brief introduction and then we'll hand it over to the design team to present the project. Bay Area Young Survivors is a support and action group for young people in the San Francisco Bay Area diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 45 or younger. In 2015, Bays began volunteering in Dorothy Erskine Park under the guidance of Recreation and Park Department staff. 
Bayes inquired about opportunities to honor women who had passed away due to breast cancer. Over the years, Bayes and Rec Park staff discussed the possibility of a landscape improvement project with memorial elements. Bayes engaged Inside Out Design, a landscape and architecture firm for this project. Bayes, Inside Out Design, and Rec Park have established a positive collaborative partnership. Inspired by the success of the beautiful AIDS Memorial Grove in Golden Gate Park as an example of both a public amenity and a dedicated memorial space, the team eventually settled on a small seating area also located in Golden Gate Park. The proposed rejuvenated seating area will offer the public respite from daily life, a place to sit either alone or with others, admire nature, connect to community, contemplate lives lost, and reflect on survivors. The Recreation and Park Department is in full support of this project. Bayes has offered to fund the project design and construction. In addition to their generous donation, they have committed to providing ongoing volunteer efforts to help maintain the site and to manage the proposed memorial elements. Thank you for your review today. Now I would like to share the slides and introduce Juliana Phillips with Inside Out Design. All right, so this is our cover page. Um, Juliana, are you on the line? Juliana is calling in. I don't know if she's able to unmute herself or is that something that uh, one of the commissioners needs to do? She should be able to unmute herself. Yeah, are you here? You there Hello, can you hear me? Yes. 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 Oh, fabulous. I'm so glad. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. I'm very much ple uh, pleased to be here. Um, my name is uh, Juliana Phillips, and good afternoon, Chair uh, Stryker, Commissioners Carney, Lou, Rothschild, Schneer, and Acting President Shiota. Um, um, I'm an architect and a landscape designer and a principal at Inside Out Design. And as Abigail mentioned, have been working with the Bayes organization since 2015 to help them realize their dream um, to create um, a memorial garden somewhere in San Francisco. Um, and it's been a team effort um, between um, Bayes and us and then San Francisco Rec Park to try to find the right place for this um, memorial garden to uh, take form. Um, and uh, as Abigail mentioned, it is a place of like respite, relaxation, reflection um, in nature, as well as a place to commemorate members um, that have been lost and to sort of reflect on life and, um, and this illness, cancer that touches so many people's lives. Um, so in the next slide, um, you'll see where we found um, the uh, location. If Abigail, if you could, yeah. We're going to number two. There should be a map, yeah. Um, so you're familiar with the shape of, of the park um, and the little red dot um, just um, north of the panhandle. 
um, is where Arguello Boulevard enters Golden Gate Park and hits Conservatory Drive east and west. Um, and you see in the photo that it, there's an existing seating area there now, and it is um, very tired. Uh, the concrete paving is tattered and pulled up. Um, there's chain link fence. There's two old sagging benches that have been repainted a hundred times. It's a beautiful, beautiful spot, but it's um, badly in need of some rejuvenation. Uh, so Bayes' idea was to um, kind of replace it in kind with another really lovely seating area and a beautiful spot, um, which would also be their memorial. Um, so I just wanted to point out on that slide that um, all along um, Fulton and Arguello, there's three bus stops. It's very accessible from the street, and yet it's only one block in and uh, feels very, um, very rooted in nature in the rest of the park and away from the busy street. So in this aerial perspective, you can see um, that we have basically a, um, um, a round seating area with two types of benches, a semicircular wooden bench, and then another facing a semicircular stone bench. Um, there is an, a separate entry path going in. And um, the raised portion on the left is the memorial itself. It's kind of a light, airy um, memorial. I have a feeling we may have skipped slide number three, Abigail. We're on four, one. Hmm. Sorry, Juliana. It's my. It's not just easily flipping from one slide to the next. Mm, there we okay. go. Here we go. Okay. So this will we'll show you. Um, you can see lower down is Conservatory Drive, and one crosses the street, and there is a path to the left, an existing path that goes down to the Conservatory of Flowers. We're kind of on a knoll here. Um, what we've done is taken up some of the um, asphalt in the middle of this big apron that comes off of um, Conservatory Drive and added some new planting and a little entry path that goes right to the seating area, which sits approximately right where the existing one does. We have, um, so we've introduced some new planting and a circular form to the plaza. And the idea is to give some kind of feeling of togetherness, sort of a sense of embrace, uh, sense of community so that when there are, say, 20 members from the Bayes community that come there, they feel like they're together in one place. And yet the benches are far enough to where if the public's using it or just a couple people, three people, they feel like they're in a public place. They're not necessarily together there. Um, they're spaced far enough apart. So there you see the elements of the curved wooden bench, um, the semicircular uh, stone bench, and then to the lower left is the, the, the partial ring of the memorial element. Um, I wanted to also point out <laughs> on this slide that we have an existing ring of, um, after we did our survey, um, of, of young oak trees. And they have some, so it's, um, they have some invasive plants around them and so forth. And um, we're going to, create a situation where they can thrive and um, we will be replacing plantings that will be compatible with the oak. Um, 
let's see, um, maybe if we can go back, we're, we're, we're kind of jumping ahead here. If we could go back to one more before that. Okay, that's good. Yes, here another view as you're coming in on the paved path, which is about six, seven feet wide. So kind of an ample little plaza. Um, to <clears throat> the south is the Mount Parnassus, Sutro Tower. Um, and um, as you can see, there's some trees ringing the site. And then the foreground is our new planting, new rocks, which will again take on the sort of um, native species and also oak compatible plantings. Across the way on, um, is where the um, oak woodlands are. And um, so since we found this little ring of oaks um, within all the shrubbery around this site, we thought we could maybe um, chime in with what they're doing across the street and bring some of that same um, landscape over to this side. Next slide. I think we skipped, yeah, other materials. Yep. yep. One more back. I think we have our heart, our material. Sorry about this. We were not able to um, connect to WebEx. There you go, number seven. Actually, stay on this one. This is just a close-up so you can see the materials. We've got the wooden bench. We've got the stone um, bench. And then the, the memorial element, which is supposed to be um, light, airy, almost like a landscape element where names are um, commemorated from members that have passed. And in the future, should more members pass, they will be added in time. So the next one, if we can get to seven. Quick rundown of materials. We have the memorial and entry signage. Um, in that first row, you can see on the very right, there's a small sign that will be right at the entry of the path. We'll just introduce the fact that this is Bayes, um, the Bayes uh, Breast Cancer Memorial Garden, and um, a brief explanation of uh, what Bayes is and what this memorial stands for. Um, the memorial itself will be made of metal. Um, hardscape will be probably granite and concrete with metal inlay for um, inspiring words and messages. The planting area will have um, boulders that are going to be sourced from the same quarry where much of the boulders in the park are from in Vallejo. Um, there's going to be a seating area, of course, as I described, in wood, another one in stone. And you can see the, um, the detailing on the stone. Okay, next one, please. Hard to get to eight, okay. Um, this is just our paving. If you wanna look a little closely, we have bands along the path and inside the circular plaza that will be um, subdivided um, pieces of stone and inlaid um, metal. And um, also some cobble running around the perimeter. This is our plant palette. As you can see, the um, many of the native plants um, so as you enter, you're kind of in this native garden. There's a lot of invasives there now that, that the um, volunteers are gonna help remove. So let's go to number 10 if we can. Quick rundown on uh, funding and sources and so forth. The total budget right now stands at 330,000. 
Um, it's all going to be funded by Bayes. Uh, they have a budget of um, of 400,000, so we're under that and hoping that should we encounter some cost overruns, we can absorb it. The project schedule, we've got been going through um, agency reviews, which we hope to complete um, in December of 2022. For 2023, we will go with the 60% and 90% review by the Rec Park Structural Maintenance Yard, and then all approvals we hope to have by uh, March, and hopefully in April, uh, begin um, bidding the project and then go through demolition and construction this coming summer into July. So far, we've had very, a resounding approval everywhere we turn, so that's been great. Um, so far, the um, Bays through Rec Park has had two public outreach uh, meetings. Um, they resume, both of them in March. And um, these are some of the groups that were invited, um, including the Medical Center next door, the SF Parks Alliance, um, the Barrier Ridge Trail, Friends of the Oak Woodlands, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then in the next slide, you'll see some of the letters of support. There have been to date no letters of um, opposition. Um, there we go. So a number of different residents from all over the city and also notes of support from all those organizations listed below. Very rich trail, National Aid Memorial, et cetera. And in terms of ongoing, as Abigail mentioned, um, it doesn't just get built and then people walk away. Um, there's going to be an ongoing stewardship agreement from Bayes. Um, Rec and Park do a great job taking care of the park, but this is a little, there are aspects of this that are not um, as typical. And so the Bayes Foundation is, uh, the Bayes Sorry. organization is committed Sorry. to. Um, to I just want uh, to let you know you have a three minute warning. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. That, that'll be ample. Um, ongoing stewardship beyond that. So uh, there are some specialty pieces that may have to be replaced over time, and Bayes is prepared to have part of the, you know, a committee that's in charge of this. Um, there will also be a Friends of the Bayes Memorial Garden volunteer group that'll be listed on the San Francisco um, Golden Gate Park site, so that not just Bayes members, but anybody who would like to help weed or take care of the park or this particular memorial will always know when the gardening days will be, about four times a year. And then the other thing that will happen um, over time is some, about once a year, uh, there may be the addition of some names. Um, I think it's important to note that um, Bayes from the very beginning has had this concept of not only creating a special place for them, but something that will help and improve a community amenity in a park. Um, and they realize that 365 days a year, somebody else is gonna be using this space. So, um, they found, I think, the perfect marriage in uh, Golden Gate Park to make that come true. It's just a block in from the neighborhood and also an area that's passed through often during the day. So um, with that, I'll conclude and be open to questions. Okay, thank you. Commissioners, are there comments? Commissioner Shioda? 
Hi, thank you so much for presenting and for the great project. Um, my mother's name is in the AIDS Memorial Grove, so um, I know how special uh, that type of environment and that um, remembrance can be. So um, it's it's really well thought out, really beautiful, great great location, nice to be a block in, and be really accessible. Um, so and and thank you for the uh, maintenance uh, agreement endowment because that's really important, um, and uh, it just looks great. So thanks for a very nice presentation. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Commissioner Rothschild. Uh, hi, thank you. Yeah, can I ask, uh, I just want to make sure my level of comments is appropriate for this stage. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, what I guess are, are the comments taken for the record and acted upon or is, is it, uh, what's the, what's our, <laughs> um, just clarifying. I don't okay, want to go sure. too far or too deep. This is we have one approval on this one uh, on this particular project. It's one approval unless we uh, deem that it's necessary to have contingencies. Okay. Okay. Um, so if you have comments that might um, help the team, or uh -huh. that you feel like this is something that you have something that you think is necessary that needs to change, and then we you bring it up and we can discuss that. Okay. Okay, well, I'll just give you my off the off the uh, sure. you know off the top of my head. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, just such a uh, beautiful site and obviously a, a very important uh, you know uh, cause and support group. Um, so I was able to visit the site, so I, uh, that was great um, and very helpful to me. Um, one thing uh, that I, I guess I'd like to uh, start off with is uh, the materiality. I really appreciate how uh, some of the material is very light and some of it's very heavy. And so starting off with the kind of the very light metal uh, uh, presentation uh, of the of the memorial names, um, I was wondering uh, if you could talk a little bit about uh, why you placed the metal on, I guess, the uh, east side of the site uh, and as opposed to the south side and um, you know, with with your idea of the light coming through the metal, which I thought was very pretty, if if the south side versus the east side uh, came into play with that, and then also uh, the kind of the degrees of materiality with the very light metal, the heavy stone, and then the sort of in between wood uh, bench. Team, would you like to comment? Sure. Am I still? Yes, we audible? can hear you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Um, so the, um, I think we have two questions. One is about why is the memorial element facing, you know, on the east side of the site? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that, um, well, the other sides were, you know, there's a steep slope going, well, not, yeah, kind of a mm -hmm. slope cutting down to mm -hmm. the south. Mm -hmm. And we, um, and on the other side, there's like a sort of a little bit of a, a, a grade going up where there are uh -huh. some trees. Um, and the idea about the memorial was that it would be, um, you'd be able to look, it's perforated. So the uh -huh. air and light and plants, you could see that. So we thought that that was the one where maybe the plants would be the most sort of level with the memorial. Got it. Um, and, the, and the light could pass through. 
Um, yeah, so that's one of the reasons, yeah. Got it. Okay, so if, can we go back to the uh, view where you're looking through, um, I guess it was page five. Can we share again or? Yeah, yes, I'm happy to share again. Okay. Uh, so I, I guess it is just a question and I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but I was just wondering if you, as you approach, uh, to listening to what you said, as you approach the, you know, the circle, uh, do does one want to encounter the light and airy memorial uh, medal? Uh, actually, I guess number five shows it the best. Uh, and then when it, if it's facing south, uh, which is direction when you approach it, then the light has the biggest opportunity to shine through as you're showing in your material uh, schedule on number seven. Uh, so I, I, just a just a point. Um, how mm -hmm, folks mm -hmm, want to en mm -hmm. encounter that. Um, and then I, I guess the question about the materiality with the wood versus the stone and the metal, um, it's, a, it's a question of, uh, it's kind of an inner, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, clearly the AIDS memorial has the stone as a precedent. Um, which is really beautiful. And I'm wondering if the the contrast between the metal and the stone is more powerful than having metal, wood, and stone. So again, that's just a question for you um, and how you want to consider that. And I also wonder if it, like the precedents that you show for the wood, uh, if, if and I don't mean this as a criticism, but it's just like, a, again, it's like an observation. Uh, it feels almost like hospitality-like um, versus something that's more ethereal, uh, which is I, I think that you're doing uh, or achieving with your metal um, perforation. And I guess the also that kind of adds to that is these, uh, you know, um, the stops that prevent people from sleeping on it or skateboard stops. So uh, there's something, I guess if I could summarize it, when I look at this rendering, uh, I don't, feel the community, I feel like I'm wondering if the community feeling that you expressed trying to get could be done in, um, in a more, in a stronger way. Hmm. Uh. Okay. And, well, I will probably, um, just, I'll take note of what you're, what you're saying and see what, what we come up with. Um, uh, I will say that there are like lots of people to please when we show this project. Absolutely. I'm just, just throwing people, out my thoughts. Sure. Um, yeah. Sure. So sure. there are some things that come generated from just places you wouldn't imagine, but some, um, I can imagine the generate. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. sometimes, you know, the, the bench will be something where, because some people uh -huh. will look at this and just vandalism is the first thing they're thinking about is I understand. something that has sections that can be easily changed out and you know someone else says you have to have you know don't let anyone sleep there. I understand so there's a lot of uh, um, but I but I hear what you're saying um, and uh, um, sometimes I think that um, just the fact that it's a, a, a circular space with these sort of spinning messages and all that is that you begin to kind of like circulate around the site and it starts to kind of lead you through um, there's a there's a presence of the thing in, in terms of where you sit but there's also a presence of and a kind of a, um, a a feeling how you move through it and how um, the pieces work together that way too in terms of the paths, the messages, um, mm -hmm. the materials, right? Mm -hmm. 
So, um, but um, we are looking at just, you know, just the, the trying to just form some kind of relationship. So if you're feeling like, you know, that's something to think a little bit more about, I think we can. Um, I, yeah, I totally understand. There's many, many stakeholders and uh, I, I didn't mean, I don't certainly mean to throw a wrench in anything. I'm just kind of giving you my first impressions. And, you know, if there's something mm -hmm. that feels like uh, would make the project stronger uh, with your broader perspective, um, I guess, you know, that, that would be one thing. Um, and then uh, just to kind of, I guess, keep going, it's interesting that um, I, I guess, you know, in terms of the, the kind of the pattern on the ground, uh, I also uh, understand that it's sort of, a, it's a labyrinth, um, or that's how it was described. And I it was helpful for me to hear that you're, you're talking about um, the patterns helping people to circulate around the, the memorial area, the patterns in the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be text oriented in different directions that would, would then, you know, to read it, you might have to move your body around a different way or sit in a different position, kind of walk around. Um, we didn't actually want to put a labyrinth that's not really appropriate for a labyrinth there, we finally decided, but there are some ways in which you can um, have some circulation in a labyrinthine way. Okay. Or suggest yeah. Got if it. someone's Got interested it. in reading. Okay. That makes sense. It said it's extended stone labyrinth, so I didn't know what what that meant exactly. So cool. Okay. Um, I think that was kind of about it. Yeah. So appreciate appreciate all the hard work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Rothschild, one quick question. Did you have a suggestion that you thought might help address the ethereal quality um, that you had mentioned? Well, I think that, uh, as I said, I think that the metal uh, part or the metal uh, stand or how, I don't know what, exactly what we're calling it, the metal uh, half of the memorial the, that holds the plates is, is very beautiful. And I personally interpreted it as something ethereal. If you're using a, a light metal, it's something, especially if it's depending on where it's oriented. In this case, you know, it sounds like the idea was that it was part of the landscape or, uh, you know, part of the sky or the view. Um, that contrasting that with uh, something that's the opposite, like the stone bench, like I can imagine just eliminating or swapping out the wood for the stone and then perhaps not having the stone bench in the middle, though I hear now that what you're saying about circulating it around, though if you are sitting on the stone bench in the middle, then you're kind of, you're certainly facing the other side of the circle, but then you have your back towards the memorial. Um, so I, I guess <laughs> to make a long story short, I mean, I can imagine because the space is relatively small and I did hear you say 20 people, but I can imagine swapping the stone out excuse me, swapping the wood out for stone uh, and then eliminating the smaller stone bench and maybe having more of the uh, circular pattern in the ground be richer, you know, because right, right now may, maybe it is the design process where you're trying to, throw, you know, kind of please everybody, which I totally understand a little this, a little that, but maybe it's more editing um, some of the things that are kind of in the middle and enriching the things that are on either end, like the metal and the idea of these metal, the metal uh, 
monument sign and the metal inscriptions on the on the ground. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. okay, thank you. Okay. Uh -huh. um, I wanted. To, oh, I wondered if we could just go back to the plan for one minute. There's one thing I think I wanted to point out about the stone bench, just so that um, uh -huh. it's a little more clear. Um, I was going to say that um, phase is, uh, as I say, they would really like the, um, um, if we could go to a plan or a different view, Abigail would be great. Um, they, even though it's a memorial, they wanted it to be a little bit on the subtle side. Um, and so if we can just get maybe a slightly different view of a different perspective or even a plan, anything's okay. Okay, this is a good one. Is that this branch doesn't have a back. so. Mm -hmm. There can be, you know, the the um, a person can sit on both sides, mm -hmm. and so the idea of having the um, memorial piece off to one side is that maybe somebody comes here and has lunch, and they're really not looking at a bunch of names. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah. They're, yeah. you know, engaging or they're tying their kid's shoe or whatever's happening. Um, if you sit on the other side or stand like those people are up in the rendering, but if you sit on the other side, then you engage in a much more direct way with the memorial. Yeah, and so yeah, that path yeah, there yeah. is a big part, and it's wheelchair accessible. And then, so say there's some kind of ceremony or commemoration where there's a particular name or set of names that have been added. That side is going to be very activated, but 364 days of the year, the rest of it is is maybe where more people that come are going to be focused. So, um, I just wanted to point out that that bench, the backless bench, that functions in that way. Got it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that clarity. So I'd like to call on Commissioner Schneer and then uh, Commissioner Shioda again. Commissioner Schneer. Great. Thank you. Um, yes, I think this is a wonderful, wonderful uh, concept here, and uh, particularly in that in that space, that site. And I think you've cited it very well because it's off but it's easily accessible and there's a lot that goes on around it in the park but this is more private in this area on this knoll here so um, i do commend that aspect of it um, and i do understand about the stone bench i was wondering about it in terms of your different materials but i like i really do like the idea of facing in and out both having both uh, possibilities based on who you are and what it is you want to do there. So I think that's great. I do um, agree with uh, Commissioner Rothschild that um, in terms of the labyrinth quality or the circles with the inscriptions that a few more, I understand your reasoning and what you're talking about. And I love your idea of how you see the circulation working, but I, I think just a few more areas, um, probably not more than one or two, or maybe one of the others is slightly shorter and uh, because the quota inscription is, and maybe that gives you ability to add one or two more, maybe even one in the more central uh, part, not in the middle, but closer into the uh, center um, might help to give a little more of that feeling. I feel it's just a little vague and it just it, one or two more areas in there, I think, would really help it to to solidify the meeting and give people a moment for reflection and reading of of the quotes, which I think is a lovely, lovely idea. Um, 
so I think those are some of the thoughts. And as a breast cancer survivor, I'm in full support of this. <laughs> so. Oh, wonderful. Commissioner um, Schneer, are you referring to the paving quotes in the paving? Yes, I am. Re yes, I am referring to the paving. I'm sorry if I wasn't clear. I was talking about the labyrinth paving with the quotes that um, uh, that Juliana had uh, explained about. Okay, and then Commissioner Shiota, and then Commissioner Carney. Yeah, thank you. Um, I just wanted to go back to something uh, that Commissioner Rothschild had brought up and. And I know that this is part of the design process, which is vandalism and replacement of various things that get damaged or, um, and so compartmentability, uh, in the constructability is desirable. And I'm looking at the memorial medal itself for those in panels, since you're going to have names inscribed on them, how. How are you approaching um, and it's it's a curiosity point, but how are you looking at those panels uh, if they get damaged or scratched um, for replacement? Um, that's going to be part of the the the, um, the ongoing stewardship and so forth is relationship with the fabricators and um, from the very first, we're talking about as vandal proof as we can make it, or as uh, you know, graffiti coatings and scratch proof to whatever degree we can. But it also is made up in segments, so that if there are um, elements that are, are are damaged, they can be replaced, or they can be repaired. Um, so it isn't one big element that needs to be lifted in by you know a crane. Um, it's going to have component parts. So that'll help us hopefully to just be able to repair or replace as needed. Um, and then there, like I say, there will be these relationships with fabricators and um, contractors to, who can come in and um, work, work on this specialty item should there be a need for it. So that's an ongoing conversation actually right now with every bid we get, you know, we, we talk about these aspects. Okay, thank you. And Commissioner Carney. All right. Um, thank you very much for this presentation. And um, I appreciate all the comments everyone has made. Um, af after visiting the site over the weekend, as well as the AIDS Memorial Grove, one thing that came to me since you said the AIDS Grove is your inspiration um, was your color choice. It's such a rich, beautiful yellow at the AIDS Memorial Grove. And it appears the from that small sample that you showed, the Davis Silver Silver Smoke Iron Oxide 860. It's kind of a um, well, it's just a, a regular gray. It seems so uplifting. As soon as you enter the AIDS Grove off of that asphalt street and encounter the yellow. And here you're proposing gray off of the asphalt. I just think that it might be more uplifting if you um, and inspiring if you use and warm if you use the yellow. Just a thought. And the same with the sidewalk. You know the access pathway, that material as well. And um, as for the uh, double-sided backless bench, I actually like that the way that it is. And you explain that very well about those who choose to look at the memorial can look at it. 
and, th and those who are just passing by are jogging by and want to sit and have a drink of water and eat a sandwich might want to look the other way toward the view. And I suspect that's why you didn't put the memorial facing south. I love the idea that the commissioner Rothschild mentioned of the light coming through if it faced south. But I think that you may have done it just because of the view that direction. And as for the wood bench, I share Commissioner Rothschild's comment about the metal railings on the wood bench. But I understand the realities of today's world or why you have those partitions there. Lastly, the entrance way. When I walked to the site yesterday, there's such a uniform greenery, a sort of a plush, very thick carpet of planting around the edges when you come off of the street. And it looks like that in this rendering that's on the screen now, there are quite a few bald spots. I can see why you added the color when you come in, you know, along the, the walkway and some of the annual plants as well. But that very thick, lush carpet, it's almost like it's already ready to go. Anyway, I can see why you added the others, but the way this rendering we're looking down on, it looks like quite a few bald spots in an area that doesn't have any bald spots currently. And the boulders, I really appreciate as well. And that's another tie-in to what you say is your inspiration, the AIDS Memorial Growth. Thank, thank you very much. Okay, thank, thank you. you. I do see some hands up, commissioners. You might, unless you have new comments, you might drop your, your hands up. Um, and then I can wrap this up by saying, I think it's a really beautiful project. Um, I also agree that maybe some color added perhaps on that metalwork would brighten this and also blend nicely with the floral um, motif that you have here entering to the site. Um, and the idea of, um, let, let me look at my notes, adding names or quotes on the paving, it seems like you have the, these concentric rings and that could be an opportunity, so you might look at how that might happen in the future if if new quotes or names needed to be added. So how would you do that without destroying a whole band of, of the paving? Um, let's see if there's any public comment. Okay. Um, if you're already listening to this meeting, web link, please raise your hand. If you're calling by phone, press star three and be placed in the queue. Please, please press only once since pressing more will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item three, a, the Bay Memorial Garden. As a reminder, your time will start once you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer once you are once you are listening via WebEx, and you will be given a 36 audible warning. You will be you will be muted once your time is up. However, you're you're welcome to stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items. Any individuals who are speaking during public comment period at today's meeting may supply a brief written summary comments that will be included into our minutes if it's 150 words or less at ParisCoats at www.sfgov.org.
No. Okay. Uh, we have no public comments. Public comments is now closed. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, before I call for a motion, um, are there any contingencies that the commissioners would like me to add, or do you feel like the discussion has been sufficient for the designers? Okay, then let me ask for a motion to approve small project review of Bay's Memorial Garden. Hey, Kim, sorry. Yes. I, I wasn't quick enough. Um, and I, and I, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, sure. for, since I, this isn't my first uh, kind of experience here. So, okay. um, thank you. Um, contingencies, uh, can you explain? Uh, uh, Happy to. Yeah, so sometimes when we, we have a motion and we'll pass the project as presented with the discussion that we've offered to the designers mm -hmm. and um, they can take that back and consider. Um, sometimes there are contingencies that we will ask the designers to add for approval of their project. And so then is there like case, another review? process then or it is could it... be that they we ask them to come back for another review okay or it could be that we say we'll pass this if they you know put five bananas on the chairs or something <laughs> some silly thing you know i'm right. making that up right but, um right. we could ask for uh something that we feel is integral to the success of that project so that's what a contingency would be okay well i and you know i i'm, I'm totally open i don't want to um overstep uh, or uh, slow anything down. I, I just feel that San Francisco, the uh, Golden Gate Park is an amazing, amazing park and a representation of our community. And everything that goes in there is an incredibly high quality uh, from, you know, the de Young to the Academy of Sciences to, you know, so, so uh, this is a beautiful, uh, you know, memorial and I'm, I'm I'm wondering uh, if anybody feels also that, uh, you know, having more uh, design, seeing it with more design development uh, and kind of taking into consideration uh, the comments if uh, another round is appropriate. And if it's not, you know, that's okay too. I'm just kind of uh, going with the, that I can imagine uh, another level of design development and review is possibly uh, would elevate this design. I think that's a perfectly appropriate question. Um, I can put that out to my colleagues here. Um, okay. fellow commissioners, do you feel that this design would um, be uh, much improved by asking them to come back for one more review with the comments that we have offered them? Are there any comments from fellow commissioners on that? And I will, uh, you know, very much, you know, rely on you for your experience on on this in the in the larger scheme of things. Just okay. Well, um, I, I'd like to ask the design team. So, I, I and I'm of the same mind uh, in terms of like not wanting to hold anything up. I know you guys have extensive review and design uh, iterations. Um, many, many uh, stakeholders, many people that give uh, a lot of different um, needs uh, like ADA and, 
you know, materiality and vandal, you know, there's budgetary, there's constructability, there's all those things. So where, where are you in your design process? I know that you're doing kind of a simultaneous, um, like, are you getting comments from several bodies and then you're going to do another design iteration? Uh, where, where, where are you guys at and gals? <laughs> can you hear me still? Yes. Yes, sure can. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, I would say that um, we are about, you know, we're kind of in the 35% right now in terms of design. We, you know, we're going to come down to the actual, like, brass tacks of how everything's uh, built and, and um, in the next phase. Um, but so far, we've been pretty much 100% accepted, all aspects of the design. And um, I think the, and like you were um, describing just now, um, um, <clears throat> Commissioner Shiota, is that there are, there are a, a big list of people that need to be pleased. Um, and so far, we we seem to be appeasing everybody. The hardest on us is probably the structural maintenance yard of the park. Um, they just don't want some kind of, you know, Princess project, you know, they <laughs> they want something that's durable and can um, really um, stand withstand what the what life in the park is like. Um, and we have uh, coming up with them a sixty percent review and then a ninety percent review. Um, and so we will be um, giving them whatever you know details and information that they need. So, um, but everything else has been um, pretty much accepted. Um, and we've we've listened to a lot of different. Um, input and have reacted to it, as well as keeping in mind um, the budget that Bayes has. It's all from donations um, and some of them from um, people that have um, passed and, and, and even donated from their, from their, you know, their, in their wills and so forth. So we're just being very careful how much we spend and how we spend it and what we do. So we're, it's kind of a balancing act. Um, but I will say bottom line, so far so good. Are there other commissioner comments related to this? Uh, if I can make a suggestion, sure. it seems to me that there, it, you know, everybody seems to be in agreement about the basic overall design concept and, and where it's at. It's more in the details. And since you're at 30, 35%, perhaps we could suggest an informer before they go for their 60% and see where things are at and that in the informal, whoever does the informal uh, that we say fine then you can go ahead from that point and approve it so we're not holding that holding the project up is that something worth considering um it seems worth considering i'm not sure how we could vote on something and then hold an informal um deputy director lee do you have any thoughts on how that might work yeah, thank you. I'm, I agree with you. I'm not sure that we can um, you know, have them, you know, have you all vote or to give kind of the approval authority to an informal and then it goes back to full commission. So, you know, sometimes we've seen projects that have that commissioners have made some suggestions for the project teams to look into and you know, and to move forward and have passed it, you know, with their, um, 
with the recommendations from from this committee um, if they are not you know major or feeling like they you know there's a lot of work that still needs to be done and um, that the project team will look into these suggestions and incorporate them as best as they can balancing other feedback from other partners um, or the alternative is just to have them you know come back um, to this committee for a final review okay thank you okay. um colleagues yeah, just... what are your thoughts about this does this it i think there's some concern that maybe there could be some tweaking on the design but it is fairly solid for what most people have commented on um should we make some suggestions i i feel like i and this is the hard part of of our part in this process is that you know i feel like the major stakeholders um which are going to be the funder right the um the project sponsor um who is also in you know de facto the user group and then the park and rec who have many many sites within golden gate park who understand the realities of the the use cases um, because this does have to be publicly accessible um, they i mean there's 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 what we want aesthetically possibly as a you know yeah i don't i i feel like i i feel like if the if parks and rec have weighed in and the user group funder has weighed in then I would trust that they're going to try to get the very best of what they can um, in terms of all the possible lenses that they can look at it through. Um, I, I really don't want to hold up the project. I mean, I think um, possibly passing it and then just if we want to monitor and see the CD phase or maybe see the, you know, 90% DD or, or um, or, or to Commissioner Carney's point, if you want to consider a different stone, or um, but I don't, I don't, I personally don't feel like we should mandate anything at this time for them um, and make them present again. But um, yeah, so that's that's my thoughts. Okay. Um, do other commissioners concur with that? Or yeah. Feel strongly otherwise. No, I'm I'm very happy to concur with that, and it's helpful for me. So thank you to kind of hear the kind of perspective on, uh, you know, the the larger perspective. So sure, sounds absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's why you're here, and <laughs> it, I think that one of the things that that all of us are responding to is two things: the Golden Gate Park that's very precious to all of us, and um, has a legacy and one that will continue in the future and we want to make sure that what happens there is of the highest quality. And then the other is a, a, a memorial space that is uh, ethereal. And so how to capture that is a challenge and um, we were responding to that. So thank you. Um, thanks for the discussion so that we can move this forward. Do I have a motion to approve the small project review of Bay's Memorial Garden? So moved, Schneer. Do I have a second? Second, Shiota. 
Can we have a vote, please? Yes. Um, Commissioner Stryker? Aye. Commissioner Carney? Aye. Commissioner Shielda? Aye. Commissioner Snare? Aye. And Commissioner Rothschild? Aye. Okay, motion passes. Thank you, design team. I hope you'll take some of our um, comments into consideration as you move forward. All right, let's move to so item number four, which is our staff report, and that will be given by uh, Deputy Director Joanne Lee. Uh, thank you, Chair Stryker. I do want to ask, did we call for public comment on this last item? Oh, I don't know if I did. Yeah, we did. We, no, we did. We did. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I forgot completely. Thank you. Forgot. It was, um, it was early you. on. Okay. Double checking on me. Um, good, no problem. Good, good. Um, actually, I don't, I don't have a staff report today. We did. We have not had any informal. Sessions, nor administrative reviews um, today. So, okay. I don't have a report. Thank you. Is there any public comment on the staff report? That didn't happen. Um, if you're already listening to via web link, please raise your hand. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. Please only once pressing more than once will remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen. We are currently on item four staff report as a reminder. Your time will start once you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer once listening via WebEx and will be given a 30 second audible warning. You will be muted once your time is up. However, you may stay on the line and wish to speak on other items on the agenda. Any individuals who, who speaks during public comment period today meeting may supply a brief a brief summary, a brief written summary of comments that will be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to Paris Coast at sfgov.org. Um, let me check the public comments on that. Okay. There are no public comments. Public comments is not closed. Okay, thank you. Then let's move to item number five, which is new business and announcements. And I want to know if anyone has new business and announcements. I have one thing, but want to open that up. None. Okay, the one thing that I have to bring up for discussion is that Commissioner Carney has asked if we might consider having a, our meeting, our regular CDR meeting on another day besides Monday. And I wanted to ask my colleagues how they felt about that, what's convenient to them or impossible, and if that can be opened up for a discussion. Does Monday, the usually the third Monday of the month, work for everyone or not work? Are there other days that might be better or equal? Well, I think we need to take into consideration the fact that um, both uh, Commissioner Lou and myself are both on VAC uh, as well. And um, I believe, and uh, Acting President Shiota and myself are on executive committee. So 
We got to okay. make sure it doesn't conflict with those. <laughs> okay. And if what anyone days else of the week are things, they? Uh, Wednesday, uh, both are Wednesday, right? Um, right, Janine? Um, yeah, I'm looking at the executive community okay. investments is on Tuesday. Um, executive is on Wednesday. That's the last week. Um, VAC is VAC is on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. It's the second Wednesday of the month. Right. And when is the executive? The last, uh, like the 28th, it's always the last week. Is uh, it a Wednesday? Tuesday, you said? Wednesday. A Wednesday. So those are both Wednesdays. I cannot make a Thursday. And Friday seems to be kind of like a torturous moment to, or suggestion to put on people. So how are people with Tuesday? Tuesdays are fine. Community investments, which is every other month, um, is the third uh, week, um, which would be the 20th. So if you wanted to swap um, the 13th, the second week, Tuesday is fine with me. Um, okay, the, so the other people week. are available. Yeah, the only thing that happens then is then those of us that are on VAC, uh, we have uh, two meetings in a row, Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, right now we end up with two meetings in a row, obviously often Mondays and Wednesdays. So yeah, that's really right. Isn't that big of a deal? The other thing I'm just from my end, I have um, another board I'm on that will meet on Tuesday afternoons. Um, but it's, you know, it's not all the time but mm -hmm. it will conflict occasionally yeah okay. uh um put my hand up yes your hand is up <laughs> you are on the, you have the floor i like that green hand i know it, thank you very much i just also wanted to say thank you very much i i to kind of get me positioned on that last uh, review. It was kind of good to get it in context. Maybe I had my architect hat on a little bit too much. Um, Mondays are uh, just typically not great. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, Mondays are typically good uh, just because it's not like a very heavy meeting day uh, for uh, design teams. It's usually, we usually meet on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. So I, I'm in, if, I mean, Mondays are great for me. Not to say that I couldn't do another day, but um, Mondays are good. Uh, okay, Commissioner Carney, I'm going to ask you to weigh in. <laughs> what are your oh, thoughts? All right. Well, it sounds like Tuesday might be problematic for some, so therefore maybe we should stick with Monday. My main point was that at this point in my life, sometimes my spouse and I like to have a long weekend and that usually involves Monday. And currently two Mondays of the month are spoken for. The commission is the first Monday of the month and the CDR is the third Monday of the month, which sort of chops up the month. So it's hard to, um, to have an extended weekend or even, even a week long trip that rolls over to cheaper flights that are on Monday. Anyway, that's my own sort of self-serving suggestion. So I, I will gladly stick with, with Monday if that serves the team better. All right, well, what if we, it sounds like Monday works for everyone so far, and we can bring this up again in six months and see if something has changed. How about that? Okay, is there any public comment on uh, new business and announcements? 
All right, if you are already listening to this meeting via web link, please raise your hand. If you're calling by phone, press star three to be placed in the queue. Please press only once, press more. Pressing more would remove you from the queue. Instructions are on the screen, okay? We are currently on item five, new business and announcements. As a reminder, your time will begin, your timer will begin once you begin speaking. You will see a visual timer and you're listening via WebEx and will be given a 30 second audible warning. You will be muted once your time is up. However, you may stay on the line if you wish to speak on other items on the agenda. Any individual who will speak during public comment period at today's meeting may supply a brief written summary of comment to be included in the minutes if it is 150 words or less to paris at sfgov.org. Uh, let me check for any public comments at this time. Uh, okay, there's no public comments. We have no public comments on this item. Thank you. Okay, thank you. That leads us to item number six which is to adjourn the meeting. And I just want to adjourn by wishing all of you a happy December. And I look forward to working with you in the coming year. Yeah, happy, happy holidays Likewise. to everybody. And, um, and a happy and healthy and prosperous new year. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, likewise. See you all. Have a great December. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.